I'm coming to the mic today to talk about journaling hurdles. Being that I'm somebody who likes to journal, I go on the internet and I look for other journaling people. I want to see something that I relate to. I want to be able to go, oh, that's that resonates with me. I do that too. I experience that too. Have that feeling. It's a good feeling. And what I've noticed with things that I find is I run into other people's journaling problems. And there are journaling problems that I don't have. <laughs> and I'm not saying that to, you know, come out and be like, I'm that bitch. You know, I'm just the best journaler out here. But the journaling hurdles that I notice that people have are all mindset barriers, basically. If you feel like you're not journaling enough, you're not doing it right, these are all mindset barriers. And my goal for this episode is to help you feel empowered just to open your journal and write and not worry about anything else. Because, and you've heard this before, I'm sure you've looked up in online and landed on blogs and stuff that said, oh, there's no rules to journaling. And, you know, I'm not trying to give you a cliche answer, but there really is no rules to journaling. There really isn't. And how you're going to win at journaling if there is such a thing and if there is such a goal is just by allowing yourself to be imperfect. So that's kind of what I want to talk about. So allowing yourself to be imperfect. When I started journaling, I didn't go into it with the goal of I'm going to be a journaler. I'm going to do it every day and it's going to be awesome. That's not what I did. I expected journaling for me to be completely temporary. I was going through a rough time at the time. So I just decided to pick up gratitude journaling and it stuck. It became something that I enjoyed doing. So I never had these little barriers swoop in because it's something that I enjoy doing. I'm actually going to backtrack a little bit and not say never because when I got into it, I did end up start, I did end up start, <laughs> I ended up making little rules for myself. I will look at some of my pages and some of them will be cute, written in gel pen and alternating colors and stuff like that. And other pages would be black and white. And I did have a period of time where I didn't like that. And I tried to force myself to use the color and make sure that I had my colored pens on me and stuff. But I stopped doing that. And I stopped doing that because I noticed I was inviting stress into my journal. And if there is a place in life, and really listen here, if there is a place in life and if there is a place in the world where you don't have any expectations and no level of perfectionism is required from you, that place is in your journal. The secret to just being that person and getting rid of those feelings, those emotions that keep you from feeling empowered to journal authentically is just to keep doing it. Sounds whack. I know. I know what you ideally want is for me to tell you this one little special trick that you can do in order to get you there. But in the act of doing it, you are getting there. You're getting there just by doing it. Every time that you decide to just close the journal and be done with it, no matter how much is on the page, no matter what color it is, no matter how many spelling mistakes you have, every time you do that, 
you're winning. You're building the habit of just being okay with who you are. This is an adventure that you never know. You never knew that you were going to go on within journaling. I didn't know within journaling that I was going to be forced to become comfortable with the way that I speak because I write the way that I speak. So I didn't know I was going to have to become comfortable with that. And I had to become comfortable with my lack of perfection. And I did that through journaling. And I'm trying to translate that same principle into my real life where I'm not as worried about things and I'm not trying as hard and I get to be more careless in a good way and free. So I want the same thing for you. Now, if you want to apply little journal rules to yourself, go right ahead. But, you know, 80 year old you isn't going to be mad at you if you didn't use a gel pen on that entry. They're going to be more concerned about what you had to say. Plus, I want you to consider this as well. How often you write, what, excuse me, what you don't write tells you as much as what you didn't write. So what I mean by that is I used to get upset with myself for not having like just consistency in the journal if there were gaps. If there were gaps in there, I'd be like, oh, you know, I wish I would have kept up with the journal. But that tells me something because journaling is something that I like to do so much. If I'm not doing it, then that tells me that something was going on in that period of time. And when I come back to the journal, I come back to it talking about that period of time and why I hadn't been journaling and what I've been going through and how I'm feeling better now. And then I start to think about what I can do going forward. So that's information. That is information. If I notice a three week gap in my journal, I'm like, huh, there was there was something going on there. So don't be afraid of that. Embrace it. See it as information. If you notice that you're on a kick where you're being very creative in your journal, you're using different colors and using stickers, then all of a sudden you stop. That is information. Additionally, you ain't always going to feel like doing that. If you come into your journal because, I don't know, you're just writing about something bad that happened. You're, you're, you're in a more negative space. You might not come to that journal ready with the artwork and ready with the creativity. And that's okay. That is okay. That's another thing that journaling doesn't tell you it's going to take you on. That's another trip that you didn't know you were going to go on. And that is just being okay with whatever state that you're in. That's really the only rule to journaling is being authentic and being okay. Another thing that I see people say is that, oh, my life is boring and I don't ever have anything to write about. That one's heartbreaking. Because I really feel like it is social media that makes us feel like our lives are boring and that they're not worth noting down. Because through social media, we've gotten into the habit of only posting things that we feel like are worthy of other people's validation. But in your journal, 
you want to note things down that you feel like are worthy of your recognition, that are worthy of your acknowledgement. Double tap rules do not belong in a journal. They don't. They don't. If it's not something of an Instagram standard, it can still go in your journal. Additionally, your journal is not a novel. Your journal is not an epic. Your journal is not something that is designed to impress other people. You are doing this for yourself. So imagine you five years from now, 10 years from now, what would that person want to see? It's not going to be a highlight reel. You can get your highlight reel from your Instagram page. You can get your highlight reel from your Facebook page. But you're going to get the real, real, the real life stuff from your journal. And those are the things that are going to matter to you in the future. One thing that I did that helped me to appreciate my life more, because that's what it comes down to. Your life ain't boring. You just lack an appreciation for it. But one thing that helped me to appreciate my life more was, one, I got off of Facebook. I'm not up there. People can still send me messages, but I don't have like an actual account. So um, I got off of Facebook and I started uh, to take pictures and document my life on my own little social media. So I downloaded an app called Memories. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just pictures, dates, captions. So I downloaded that app and I would just take pictures of little moments that were meaningful to me. They didn't follow the double tap rules. They didn't follow the rules of, oh, is this worthy of Instagram? We all know what these unspoken rules are. We have that conversation with ourselves every time we go to hit post. We just know it. It's ingrained in us. So it didn't follow double tap rules, but I would take pictures of stuff like um, my friends, as all three of us are gathered around a fireplace just having a good conversation about whatever if I made some food that I liked that I thought I did a good job on cooking I'll take a picture of it and do a little caption my family got me a little birthday cake took a picture of it made a little caption and I took pictures of my journal I took pictures if I was sitting out on my balcony just looking at the rain because that's something that I like to do is something that just gave me a a very peaceful feeling so anything that was that felt meaningful to me I just took a picture of that moment captured it and made my own little social media so I did that for a few months and then when I went back and looked at my little photo timeline I noticed that I had a beautiful life despite it being void of uh, I had the little travel photos and like the airplane wing and um, cutesy couples pictures despite it not having any of those things I still thought that I had a phenomenal life like it was fantastic because everything that I captured had meaning so double tap rules the stuff that you post online none of that none of those things have to do with actual meaning so do that hopefully it helps you to realize that your life isn't boring and that you just simply lack appreciation of it and look for meaning in your life instead of what's going to impress people or what's going to drive envy or what's going to be worthy you have to create your own definition of happiness you can't just decide that okay 
what's advertised to me as happy is being married, having a house and a car and doing X, Y, Z. Y'all know that the things, the same cookie cutter goals that people have, and I'm not trying to shade those goals, but you have to create your own definition of happiness and you have to appreciate what you have for yourself. And a way to do that is just to treat your everyday life like social media, but instead of it having the validation criteria for you to meet, it has the meaning criteria for it to be. I hope that makes sense. So take pictures of those moments. Do that for a little while and see if it helps you to appreciate your life. That is a very easy way to get into the principle of gratitude journaling. And that is just taking moments of acknowledgement, moments to appreciate. So do that and you'll always have things to write about because you are going to train your mind, you're going to train your body, you're going to train your emotions to look out for things to acknowledge and appreciate. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. I know I said quite a lot, (laughs) Um, but yeah, just let your journal be your place to practice not being a perfectionist. It's my place for that. I'm a big perfectionist, big perfectionist, and perfectionism has not helped me. Perfectionism sure as hell didn't make me perfect. (laughs) So I'm definitely practicing letting that go and just allowing myself to be messy and be free and just be okay with me. If you have a hard time doing that in life and in the world, let your journal be that special place where you have permission to be imperfect where you have permission to make mistakes where you have permission to to be mediocre if you perceive yourself that way whatever you perceive yourself to be that's quote-unquote negative let yourself be that in your journal at the very least start there good luck to you and thanks for listening